Hey everybody, what's going on? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Noodling with Josh. It is 1am and I have an incredible guest on today, Caitlin Burt. Without further ado, you know what, let's just get into it. Hit the theme. Hey everybody, and welcome to another edition, another episode of Noodling with Josh um, from the road. I should really just call this Noodling with Josh from the road. Uh, I am in Detroit, Michigan, um, born and well, not really born, not really raised, but spent formative years, four of them, in this wonderful city. Uh, and I actually have an incredible guest on today, continuing my incredible list of impressive celebrity guests. Uh, my guest today is the incomparable Caitlin Burt. Oh, hello. Well, hello. So, incomparable is that's the only time I can use it as when I'm speaking about someone word? from the entertainment industry. Oh, okay. Yeah, incomparable is one of those you know words you use. If you're I know what it means. Yeah, I'm just kidding. No, I, I mean you know what you mean, but <laughs> I feel like the only time I really ever use it is when I'm talking about someone in the entertainment industry. And yeah. if I can think of all of my friends, you are in the entertainment industry. You do it all. You do a I ton. I try. I try. Yes, <laughs> you really, really do. So, Caitlin Burt, everybody, very soft spoken. What up? Not even a little bit. Um, <laughs> thank you for being on the podcast. It, it's one in the morning. I'm gonna I put know. that out there. Um, this is gonna be great. I'm never up this late anymore, so it'll get weird. I'm sure. I. It's been. I almost lied and said college since I've been up this late. No, I always stay up this late. Yeah, but this you're also on out west time or whatever. So yeah, it it we're like Eastern Standard Time. So now <laughs> it's what eleven my time, ten yeah. my time. Uh, no, but it feels good to be back, and it feels good to be in Detroit, where I spent four years. I was went to high school down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you went to high school not too far from where mm-hmm. I grew up, outside Damn. of Plymouth. PCP. PCP. Man, so <laughs> that whole park. For those who aren't from the Plymouth Canton area, it's like this college. Yeah, it's so weird. Sized. There's three high campus. schools. Yeah. yeah. On one block. Plymouth, Canton, and Salem. There's literally like six thousand kids there at any given time. It's a high school, folks. Yeah, but it's not a college. A high school. You have to walk outside to go from building to building. It's just like college, though, but yeah. you have a locker. Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, Caitlin, we met in college. And yes, we did. I Old have Broncos. the, I have the incredible, incredible opportunity of having a podcast where I get to ask people questions. And the first question that I'm going to ask, because it's something that I haven't thought about for a long time. You've just always been my best friend. Um, how did we meet, from your point of view, and what was your first impression of our meeting? Didn't we met through? Kelsey. Kelsey's a man's Yep, in a communications class. Shout out to Kelsey. How have you been, Kelsey? Yeah, right. Kelsey. Okay, so I feel like... And hey, don't forget to... Don't... don't Oh. Eat the microphone. Okay, I remember. I remember now. Yeah? Yes. Do you remember what class it was? It was interpersonal communications, right? Okay. Oh, don't ask me the teacher. No idea. We were both in communications. But I feel like she was giving us a ride to class, and I just rode with her because, like, we were friends, and I Mm -hmm. rode with her, but you rode with her because you're friends with everyone, so if you want a ride to class, you're getting a ride to class. Not even, I'm not demanding it, I just am friends with everybody. Exactly. So, yeah, you want something, you make it happen. And so we go and we pick you up, 
And that was that. The rest is history. You're in the back seat, and she's like, hey, we got to pick up my friend Josh. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then just over friendly dude. Yeah. And I, mean, I remember, okay, I tell you one of my favorite things from, from Western. Yeah. Of, oh, so of course. Amazing. Of course. Okay. So you would always say that you knew everyone. And I'm I, like, everyone says that. That's just a thing. It's like everyone says, I listen to all the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'd walk to class, and literally every single person we walked by wouldn't say hi to you. <laughs> every I, person. Hey, Josh. Oh, hey, Josh. Josh. Oh, hey, Josh. Every person. I didn't realize. Is that a bad thing? I didn't, no, it was not bad. It was just incredible. I, was like, I didn't think that was possible. I didn't think that oh, he man. could be serious. How? How? I don't even know how. To this day, I don't know how. I don't. I don't know how. I just, <laughs> I, I just never said happen. no. It just happened. <laughs> I, um, for the longest time, would just start talking to people and finding that, it, it, that's the one thing. I can find common ground with pretty much anybody yeah. and then just everything blooms from there. Mm-hmm. So I think that was just, it was a six. I actually, so I was in a job interview uh for uh, a social media position for the state of michigan and one of the interview questions was um i talked a lot about previous relationships and how i use relationships and one of the questions was how do you start relationships and i straight did not have an answer and i felt <laughs> bad and i and i spoke to the to the uh the hr individual and i was just like i wish i could explain this better i've never actually yeah. been asked that question uh, but you're the just, expert. It's a sixth, seventh sense. Like, I don't know yeah. what. Yeah. It's just easy. Yeah. That's too funny. If you ever had to analyze it, yeah, it'd just be like. I would need someone else to because I have no idea how. You need, yeah, you need, yeah, like a biographer to watch you do it and then write the book on your life. That'd be really and that's interesting. That's how you do it. I mean, any biographers out there, just let us know. Yeah, some ghostwriters. Just let us know. So, everyone who comes on the podcast is subject to three rules. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't explained the rules yet, so every my phone going off, we don't have to do it. Um, but the three <laughs> rules the first is if we're interrupted, someone knocks on the door, the phone goes off, I get attacked, something like that, we have to take a shot. Okay. 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 Uh, second rule, easy rule. Um, if I ask a question that you don't want to answer, if you don't have a good answer, if it's just too personal, whatever, mm. our safe word is Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. It is incredible. Dean's French onion dip. Perfect for any occasion. <laughs> on this Sounds hot delicious. So it actually really, and I figured the more I say it and the more I talk about it, the more likelihood that it's, hopefully they'll send me some free Dean's French onion dip. I wish onion I had dip. some right now. Man. Invite me back. You know what it is. And it sounds so good. I feel like it's a Michigan thing. I feel like it's in every Kroger. Oh, it absolutely is in every Kroger. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, And the third rule is that if you're on the show, you have to retweet. You have to retweet the show when it's posted. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's just... Yeah. That's just polite. Come on. Yeah. Come on. (laughs) Let's let's actually go back. What's your favorite uh, social media channel right now? We were talking about this a little yeah, bit ago. Yeah, we were talking about it earlier. I don't, what, I don't remember what I, I remember what you said because it's not a social network. And I was oh, just good. like. I, it was All a right. stretch. It works. Yeah, yeah. You, do you remember what you, what you told yeah, me? Yeah, I yeah, I asked, yeah. what's your favorite social network? And you said. Pokemon. Pokemon Go. <laughs> um, okay. I, I get it. I get it. It has it become super network. social for me. So here's the story. Um, my boyfriend has been playing this for like a year yeah. nonstop. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, let him do a thing because I don't care. But sure. I'm not going to play. But I got my parents both to play. They're so, super so into it. So you don't want to play, but you had enough wherewithal to, to, to make your parents play. Exactly. 
Why? And they're obsessed because I'm evil. I don't know. Because okay. I thought it'd no, be that's so a good funny. And it is hilarious because my mom's actually good. Yeah. <laughs> she can barely work Candy Crush. She can't work a computer, but, but she, she figured out Pokemon Go. Do like a, you know, a, <laughs> like a, a left hook ball, great ball spin. Yeah. Man. And, that's um, incredible. But now it's really social because they changed the gym systems. Now you have to mm-hmm. go on these raid battles and get a bunch of people to take down a big 30,000 level boss. Really? Yeah. Is someone controlling the boss or is that part of the game? No, it's part of the game. But We're everyone... giving a big shout out to Pokemon Go and I love it. You're welcome, <laughs> Pokemon Go. You're welcome, <laughs> Nintendo. But it's awesome because you, you have to get these people together. And so you have to you have to connect with the people that yeah. you see frequently. You got to text them you, and then you can call them by their Pokemon name, which is awesome. There the is kid, a like, okay, okay people so, use discourse. There's a seven-year-old kid who like organizes masses of people to come play raids. And he shows up and he's got like a little stuffed Eevee under his arm. He is, it's adorable. That is but amazing. But he's the mastermind. Seven-year-old. Yeah. You're taking orders from a seven. So, we skipped over some quick. What's your Pokemon name? I know you say you don't have it. Yeah, you, so I just play in my parents' accounts to level them mom, up. Yeah. So I'm still not officially in it. Mm-hmm. But my Discord name, Yeti Machete. Yeti Machete. Can yeah. people find you and message you on Yeti Machete? Yeah, because I want. That's what I want people to call me when I show up to raise. Yeti Machete. I'm like, oh, Yeti's here. <laughs> like that's the Machete amazing. is here. I <laughs> know. That's a freaking amazing. Yes. Um, that, that that throws me back to we're gonna go back to when we met in college. That throws me back to your obsession with snow lions, snow leopards. Oh my god, I did. Do you remember you had an obsession? We're yeah. gonna back up in for when we were our senior year of at Western Michigan University. We were roommates with uh, our friend Reese Hanna, mm-hmm. uh, and that was one of our, shout out Reese. Shout out to Reese. Reese's um, pieces. Reese's man. <laughs> are there are there Reese's pieces? Does Reese's are they own these his, pieces? Or are they, they just him? pieces of him? Man. I don't know. Either way. But I remember very specifically that you were talking about your obsession with snow leopards. Wow. Do you, do you remember nope. having? Well, no. I remember liking them because I had like a stuffed animal one. Yeah. But I don't remember telling anyone about this. It must have been my spirit animal. You were open. You, I, that might have been how this came about. <laughs> as we were talking about spirit animals. Um, so... <laughs> I started talking about your Pokemon Go name, and what that reminds me of is that you used to freaking rock it on WoW. Oh my god. When was the last time that you played World of Warcraft? Dude, it was my freshman year of college. I think I spent the entire year playing that game. I, you were the one who I introduced me year. to it. Lost a year of my life. How much time did you lose? Uh, not that much time. Okay. Because it was already too far gone of a thing for me to catch up. Okay. I had like a free account, and yeah. then when you get to the end of the free account, I was just like, I'm "Oh, so done. you played for like 15 days?" Probably. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That's good. Exactly 15 mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. And at the end of 15 days, I was like, "No, thanks." I think my obsession with snow leopards transitioned into that because I was obsessed with being a shaman. That's that was oh, my character. Man. I was a troll shaman. That is right. You were a shaman. A big lunky male troll yep. shaman who was yep. blue with a mohawk, and I was like, "That's me inside." I just felt That's it. amazing. So I had to play. <laughs> when to play you saw Guardians of the Galaxy, did you have like an emotional connection to Yandu? Big blue dude with a huge red. No, dude, I never made uh, that connection ever. Oh man, you are no. welcome. Go go <laughs> go go rewatch say, that movie. <laughs> I like number two. Mm-hmm. I don't. I want to give away a part. It's not really a giveaway. It's a spoiler. I'll say spoiler a, alert. Okay. And you can say whatever you want. Spoiler alert. This character has a large red fin in the comics. 
And in the movies, it was a very small, like, shaved down close to his head. Mm. And you're just like, okay, I get it. It's an artist's interpretation. But in the second movie, we get that big payoff when he puts this big fin on the top of his head that matches his comic book character. I didn't know that. And you're just like, ooh, yeah. That's cool. James Gunn's incredible at doing little Easter egg, like, build-up moments. Because if you look at any of the comics of Yandu, he has this huge red fin. And I was just Ooh. like, okay, well, that's an artist's interpretation. This little yeah. buzz cut version of yeah. it paid off. Mm-hmm. Paid off. It's it's a huge nerd moment where like me and like six other people in the audience were just like, oh my god, <laughs> hey, oh, there it is. <laughs> All six of you. And everyone else is like, what the hell what? are they freaking out about? Yeah, like, I've seen. <laughs> I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Fuck. It's just my so favorite. So my mom and my sister stumbled upon Mary Poppins two set. They're filming a Mary Poppins 2 right now. Oh. Yeah. And they cool. stumbled upon the set and they took some photos. Where? I couldn't tell you. Oh, not around here, right? Yeah. Well, it's, it's in Michigan. I don't know where in Michigan, though. That's odd. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, film's still going on in here. Let's back up. We're, we're, we've derailed ourselves without even laying any groundwork whatsoever. We're 12 minutes in. <laughs> and I, I think I told people that your name is Caitlin. Did we cover that already? I think so all right so caitlin Doesn't and i have matter. been best friends since what we met we were just talking college. about this eight years ago we were seniors eight years ago so we've known each other for at least 10 11 years oh okay man that's weird to say out loud <sighs> i've known you for 10 years 10 it's like plus you years never thought you'd get old and then it's like and then you're saying shit like 10 years ago i've known you for a decade <laughs> a decade and that Mo- wasn't more even than a like, decade it was post high school too yeah, because we graduated college eight years ago. Wow. Seniors. Yeah. And we met when we were freshmen. Yeah. And in person communication. That's yeah. crazy. 12 years. Known you for 12 years, Caitlin. Wow. That's cool. I'm going to use you as a reference. <laughs> Is that how long it takes for someone to be a reference on your, your, That'd be your resume? That's a damn good reference. That's what that I would think. If I was intense. some kind of hiring manager, I'd be like, okay. Uh, this person's done it for 12 years. I'd be like, I, yeah, I know enough about this woman that I can help you guys. Yeah. She would not be That's a good firefighter. Credible. It's super credible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so going back to college, you played WoW freshman year. Um, mm-hmm. Big fan of Snow Leopards. Uh, what was your... Did you like going to Western Michigan University? Western was fine. The architecture is crap. It's better now. It is, it is getting it's better. It's beautiful now. But it was terrible when we were there. It was like a... It was like a I mean, you went, you went to a high school. It was like being in prison... It, it, it was. It looked like a set of prisons. It really did. It, <laughs> it was the architecture bad. was not there for Western Michigan University, no. but now it looks way better. Yeah. So props to WMU for figuring, you know, yeah. you got to shine up the radish before you put it at the front of the cart. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's a, it was a great college. I had a lot of fun going to a public school. Yeah. 26,000 students. I met mm-hmm. a ton of people. We yeah. both did. Like, What was one of your favorite moments from college? Like, you don't have to get, you can get in the story if you want, but, like, what's something that, like, you wish you still got to do from college. The themed parties, dude. Between oh the parties God. that we threw. So many my, parties. Before we even roomed together, when I threw, we threw that like superhero party at my apartment and everyone had to like make up their own superhero and come yeah, in it, costume. Yeah, it was, it was not like, was you awesome. can't be like Superman. Was, no. You had to come yeah. as like a created superhero. Oh man, I wore... A, a scuba diving shirt and boxing gloves yep. and yep. boxer shorts and yeah, like I had some kind of cape. Shirts. I don't know how I made a cape, but I feel like I maybe I, I think didn't. I had a cape. Maybe no, yeah. My, okay. Well, okay. So like, I remember what you were knowing your. You, what was that, Caitlin? 
What was, was I? Was that the time that you were uh, <laughs> Dr. Fondle Feltersnatch? That, indeed. Oh. I we were, there were a lot of superheroes, so they needed a villain. Yeah. So I was yeah. uh, I was a I was an evil doctor, mm-hmm. Doctor Fondle Feltersnatch, mm-hmm. and that was um man. Do you know what Doctor Fondle Feltersnatch brought to your party? Hypnotic. Oh and, yeah. <laughs> and please listen to me finish this sentence. The energy drink called cocaine. <laughs> I can't just say I brought hypnotic and cocaine because most people don't know what I'm talking about. There was a red energy. Do you remember this? It was a red in a red can, and yeah. it literally down the side of it just said cocaine. Yeah, but it was um when they had that other stuff too before it became illegal. So cocaine, the drink, which is ri- which is ridiculous that we're talking about cocaine. Um, it was in a red like Red Bull can. It was like a, a like a, okay. a thin can, and it just said cocaine in white letters down the side, and. When you think of like a Red Bull that's like 20 parts energy and the rest like sugar and taurine and stuff. Mm-hmm. This was like one part natural. The rest was just pure caffeine. <laughs> and what happened was it got pulled off the shelves because it was giving people chemical burns in their esophagus. Yeah. And I was just like, let's mix this with hypnotic. Oh, yeah. And it let college people just do stupid shit. So much stupid shit. <laughs> It was so hypnotic is like a gummy bear blue, and this cocaine was like, in the dark, was like doesn't red. It? And when you, you mix it, it became it. like this neon purple that glowed <laughs> under black light. <laughs> that was like that looks natural. Let's let's put that in our bodies. Let's drink that. And we drank so much of that, and it was the craziest party. Four loco. That's what that was when four locos like just started. Yeah. Oh man, four locos became super illegal though. A storied history. They had to dump them all. That should be an entire podcast episode right there. Four Locos, a storied history. Dude, so who else would throw amazing costume parties? Who's that? The whole theater department. I um Librarians yes. versus yep. barbarians. I was there. Either sex could you could choose whatever you wanted to be. You want to be a librarian or a barbarian? Librarian or barbarian. That was epic. It was epic and I don't use that word lightly. I, it, this is a weird story that I'm about to open up, but I, I was talking to twins at the time. Okay. Emily and Susie Parr. I don't know if they'll ever hear this, <laughs> but I was there was literally twin sisters, and I went with both of them to this party. What did they dress up as? One of them a librarian, one of them as a barbarian. Okay. And I was like in the I had like a un like a drawn on unibrow, <laughs> and I was like dragging like, like a, caveman. like a caveman <laughs> thing, but like in a suit. Like in like a tweed with like a. Oh, v, you like were like a, a little bit of a hybrid. I was a librarian cave. I was a librarian <laughs> barbarian. Cool. Yeah. Oh man, that was a ridiculous party. I remember that one very vividly. Yeah. Do you know why I remember that very vividly? Because I had to sleep in in a room in that house, and they did not have AC, and I could not fall asleep because it was so hot. No. Yeah. I don't know why that was was what makes that party stand out to me, but man, that was a takes away from it a little bit. I would think. Oh my god, you're like bringing stuff up. Do you remember that stupid nickname I went by for like three years? Captain? Yes. You liked it, no? I did at the time. <laughs> I don't know, I introduced myself as Captain to people I didn't know. Yeah, I remember that. So people would literally be like coming up to me, like you said, you coming up to me. You got away with it too. And be like, what's up Captain? And I was yeah, like, yeah. don't know you, but what's going on bud? <laughs> <laughs> that oh, was... You were like infamous. 
Like I'll they could have made a movie about I'll you. I, they did. It was called Van Wilder. I just didn't get any rights. I made movies about you because I was in the film school, and I needed subjects for my films. Remember, I'd make those uh, <laughs> black and white. Tell silent. me about that black and white silent film that we made. Oh, it was great. So did, I thought we made two of them. We, we made a ton. Yeah, because I was the subject <laughs> of a lot of your weird documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> well, the class was like. 16 millimeter film or 8 millimeter film or whatever that's actually right. used a crank film camera i don't know why we never graduated to digital stuff but that's as far as my film education went basically it's nice but, that it um, shows you like the, the you know the bones of what today's tech is but still yeah it was fine it was we did it for way too long like whole semesters but uh what do we call it, it was like campus rock star wasn't it was it that i think that was one okay but we're gonna come back to that was that the one that you shot with um Andrea Flatter, Flatter, maybe. That was that when I was living by like on. Fraternity Village. It was a whole thing. Like the first scene was me waking up in bed. Yeah, well, didn't we go through like a whole day? And yeah. at the end of it, you were playing like rock band or garage band or yeah. whatever in the dorm room, and just like just going crazy, throwing yeah. drumsticks and stuff. I don't remember what the the point of that. The the other one that I remember is because I got to use an accent is when we did <laughs> our own version of Steve Irwin but okay. following college students oh yeah remember we did that or yeah. just like, I, I don't know if I could do the accent right now you're gonna have to like crikey like look at the beauty over there <laughs> crikey look at these college students <laughs> go into the den a convenience <laughs> store it's a <laughs> danger, danger, not so, danger. Yeah, not so primitive watering hole. <laughs> Man, that was. Do, do you remember the den? We're gonna. I'm gonna. Not, yeah, yeah, den pops. Den pops. You could be friends with den pop on Facebook. You could. Yeah, it was like a forty. It was a forty-five cent, seventy-two ounce cup <laughs> that you could fill. And there's like twenty different sodas that you could fill it with, yeah. and they had like recipes for you to make stuff with. Yeah. Man, there was. When I wasn't living in the fraternity village, you would see girls walking with a den pop, and you knew that it was like seventy-two ounces. Like half of it was soda, and the other half was like Burnett's vodka. Oh, yeah. It's like an eight-dollar vodka. Yeah, like Boone's Farm. Man, den pop girls, Mm. Boone's Farm, (laughs) MD twenty twenty. Oh, man, you know if it's lime blue or if it's uh, neon blue, it's good for your belly. Ah, yeah. I don't want to remember any of that stuff. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of time. So let's let's follow that train. Let's follow that train of thought. Um, you were in film, video, media studies. Yeah. You made a bunch of movies. Uh, you did motion capture with. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man, you had a crush on that teacher who I'm not going to name because maybe he listens to it. it. What you just said the class. Never mind. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Maybe he teaches something different. I don't I know. Who knows if we'll ever hear it? Fine. Who knows if we'll ever hear it? Um, but you got me into that class, and like you're yeah. just like, take this. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and it was. But so you took your skills and your knowledge, and you were on the other side of the camera. Mm-hmm. You've been working for the past however many years as an actress. Yeah. Probably. Tell us about that. Oh, I, I always wanted to. My dad would not let me major in theater. So I, I tried out, didn't make it. So, okay, fine. So I probably wouldn't have made it either. So it doesn't really matter. But I took a bunch of the classes anyway. Not enough for a minor. Doesn't matter. So yeah, a couple years these past four, three or four years, Mm -hmm. I've been working steadily professionally. 
Oh, which means like doing a lot of commercials. Yeah. But I have worked in dinner theater for the past seven years just doing comedy. Which stuff. is incredible. Comedy shows. Paid gig. Yeah. Well, you know. And and don't let anyone tell you the difference. Comedy is harder than drama. Oh yeah. Like a hundred percent. And I, I know we're gonna have people who do disagree. I believe it is easier to do dramatic acting than it is comedic acting. What do you think? Yeah, probably. Because who's not just like depressed yeah. most of the time? We're all just sad. tap into that, boom. Yeah, we, we all have moments. Secret to crying is just. Thinking about someone who died. <laughs> <laughs> or just stop trying not to. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. What's going on here? I can't even. Okay. But I, I would agree. So you, I've seen you uh, perform in Genetics quite a few different times, yeah. each in a different in a different role. Oh, yeah. And comedic acting, it, timing. It's a lot about timing. Yeah. And it's a lot about delivering in a way that like everyone can, you know, with dramatic acting, everyone can kind of like cue into at least a, a part of their performance and like you know get sucked in. With comedic acting, I, I don't know. There's just something about it that like you're performing for a room where you hope. 50% of it gets it. Yes. Some audiences are better than others. Mm-hmm. We um, sometimes we'll get in the summers, we'll get like old folks' homes just like bus the old sure. people yeah. in. And they are the most appreciative audience. They laugh at everything. That's amazing. All the dumb jokes they laugh at. And then the dirty jokes they try not to laugh at, but they end up laughing oh, even totally harder. Do. It's adorable. That's Those amazing. Are some of the best audiences. That's it's perfect. the people that are like 30s that are like, we're too cool for this. And they like, tr- they just don't laugh. They try not to. There's just something about it where you just need to give in to the moment and just be yeah. like, this is funny. I like this. Yeah. A lot of work groups, corporate events and stuff. Yeah. You get them all together. And then yeah. they're not used to laughing in front of each other. Which is weird. So you, yeah. You have to really break them out of that shell. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite way to break someone out of their own shell? Um, physical comedy. So it's a bad fit for me because a lot of it is like talking about making jokes and everything. So you have to be like witty with your words, but I'm really a physical, I shouldn't even be talking to you right now. We should just be pantomiming this, I guess. It's very difficult to, uh, translate to, that. Yeah. Know, yeah. It's hard but to I have like a on stage. visual gag on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, but uh, yeah, something about if I get someone in my physical space, especially on stage, I, I can get them loosened up. Yeah. They get up there very, very uptight. Like six and I just, like just be, bam. I just be Jim Carrey goofy with my physicality. Yeah. And then that person all of a sudden like drops their, their whole guard mm. and they start to play along. And this is what I like to do. Do you have, and I like that you mentioned Jim Carrey because it, it, he's a very physical comedian. Do you have other comedians, either local? Jack Black. Or, is that what you're asking? I don't know. Yeah, no, no I, I think that's a great answer for everything. I, 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 I described <laughs> my singing voice today, or no, a couple of days ago, as, um, oh shoot, what was it? I'll, I'll have to think of it. it. It's basically like, oh, it's uh, um, if Jack Black and Michael McDonald had a baby, that'd be my singing voice. Dude, um, Kickapoo, I think we should. We just should bust straight, it out. We should just sing start the whole thing. singing it. A long ass fucking, fucking time, time ago, ago in a town called Kickapoo, they lived a humble family, religious through and through. And yeah, there was a black sheep, and he knew just what to do. His name was Young JP, and he refused to step in line. A vision he did see of fucking rocking all the time. 
He wrote, wrote a tasty, tasty jam and all the planets did line. All the dragon's balls are blazing. I stepped into his cage and I sliced, sliced his, his fucking cackles with a long and shiny blade. Twas I who fucked the dragon. Fuck a lie, sing fuck a loo. And if you try to fuck with me, then I, I shall fuck you too. Gotta get it on in the party zone. Bow, 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 bow. Bow, bow. I don't know all these parts. That was incredible. <laughs> like in the party zone. Bow, Th- that bow. is my favorite part. I suck a dick in the party zone. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not familiar with what we're singing, it is a song called Kickapoo, Kickapoo. by the incredible band Tenacious D. We were obsessed with Tenacious we D. We were. Yeah, I still am. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that they're they're back in the studio this year. Oh my god. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it means this year, singing. next year. They're back in the studio. Yes. Kyle Gass has his own separate project, the Kyle Gass Band. Tenacious <laughs> D is made up of the actor, you know, um, Jack Black and the actor Kyle Gass. And he has his own band off to the side called the Kyle Gass Band. Okay. And they just came out with another album a little bit ago. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite songs is uh, Manho. That's my pick of the week. Uh, Manho by Kyle Gass Band. Okay. Listen to it. I got to get in. Uh, but we were singing Kickapoo, which is off their. Pick of Destiny. Pick of Destiny. Album, right? One of my favorite movies in the fucking world. Man, I love when they. I love when he starts to sing the Dio. Yes. Yeah, and Ronnie James Dio, <laughs> teach me how to rock. Dio, can you hit that? That whole part of the song. Oh my god, the whole. Oh, that whole movie is. I remember watching it the first time, and I was like, I need to watch that again. Yeah. I need to absorb that better. <laughs> so I watched it again like immediately. I quote it probably on a daily. Seriously? Yeah. So? Yeah. That that is a great fucking movie. So I call Lawrence my little baby sass. Little bit <laughs> baby sass, yeah. baby Sasquatch. All right, we're going too deep in a movie that not everyone's probably seen. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna bring it back to what uh, I believe is what is, was at the beginning of this conversation. Um, do you have a favorite comedic actor that you either try to emulate or like someone you look up to? Um, I might go on some phases. Mm-hmm. I I love Steve Martin with like all of my heart. He's oh. amazing. I, he can do no wrong. He like he's found his Fantastic. voice, his rhythm, his beats, and bam, that's it. I just saw a show with Martin Short. That was that was crazy good. And then I went and watched The Jerk because I had never seen it all the way through. And um, I'm a huge fan of like Trace Amigos and stuff. Yeah. But the jerk was severely underwhelming. Like I know it's like his early, early stuff, and yeah. he wrote it himself. And to get your own film made is like oh yeah amazing. But I was like, what is like this is okay. like I can write something easily better than this just okay. by watching the rest of his work. That's funny and stuff. And I'm also really into Nick Kroll right now because Nick Kroll is awesome. I love his characters. He. Have you seen Hey, um, Oh, Hello? Yes, I just watched it. Oh, so... Oh my, uh, we would always sit, even before they made Oh, Hello, me and Lawrence would always go, Oh, oh hello. hello. Every time, like, answering the phone or coming home from work every day, I was like, Oh, hello. That's amazing. <laughs> so, Oh, Hello is on Netflix. It's a Broadway show that they filmed. Yeah. And it do, it's great. It, it Not many Broadway anything can be filmed and still have, like, magic moments to mm-hmm. it. I watch it. Like I watch it again right now. It's on. It's amazing. It's on Netflix. Check it out. It's called Oh Hello. Mm-hmm. It's John Mulaney and uh, Nick Kroll. Yeah, check out the Kroll Show. Kroll Show's great. Oh, my Kroll Show. Oh man. So, um, 
if you had those guys here to talk to, so Jim Carrey, Nick Kroll, Jack Black, <laughs> like, what would you ask them? Like, what's something that you would want to learn from them? I mean, I would. I want to know how they went from that point to making all their own awesome stuff to getting it fully produced and out there yeah. in the world. Because there yeah. is that elusive process, and eventually you get picked up and you get helped. Yeah. But just before that happens, what the heck did you do? What do you do with your did content you that's noodling around in your brain? Like, what do I do with this? Yeah, how'd you I noodle it that far? Was now it, what? Yeah, was it coincidence? Was it magic? Or, like, did you pray a lot was it divine intervention that's the yeah i have to imagine coincidence plays a pretty big part yeah just that's the right time right we don't want to know but we we know deep down that's probably what it is yeah still (sighs) yeah moment of truth if you had to go back to freshman year and you were allowed to tell yourself one thing before you zap back into the present what would you tell yourself don't be scared of it son of a biscuit it is 1.45 in the morning, and there's someone texted me. Hmm. Yes, I'm, so I'm responding Let's check in real time. Too. Shout out to Marie. <laughs> um, all right, we're going to take a quick little shot here. Ready? Cheersies. We had this Cheers. pre-poured. And I feel like we're on drunk history. Yeah, I know. Just get <laughs> progressively more. Okay, so I, I'm sorry I was interrupted. Um, what would you tell freshman year, Kate, Caitlin? Um, don't be scared of it, of any of it. Really? Yeah. Were you scared in college? No, not not like scared of college, but like, you know, you can look back and be like, if I was l- less scared overall, yeah. the shit I could have done. I thought you were pretty fearless. I never saw you as scared. No, yeah, I felt, I felt. Well, no, I didn't really feel pretty fearless. I still did everything I wanted to do. Yeah. But I think it was despite being... That that fear. Yeah. Just, just, just like you know, big kinda, middle finger to that feeling. Back. Like I could, I could have been middle finger to my dad and been like, no, I'm a fucking theater major. Yeah. If I go do this, I'll be like low. Oh, a lot of the work will be taken out for me. Really? Training wise. Yeah, I should have done stuff like that. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. I... I have to agree. I, I think fear, like, it's like sticking up for your, like, your soul deep, deep. For what you What you want deep, deep down. You never really stick up for it quite yeah. enough until you kind of have to, or it's too late, or, or it's takes years, or whatever. Retroactively, it's yeah. It's totally that's different. what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good one. That's a really good one. Just n- don't be afraid. Right. <laughs> Easier said than done. Yeah. Seriously. Mm. I like that. That's a good one. You know, you know, this is allowed to be a conversation. You are absolutely allowed to ask me any question that you'd like as well. As much as I, I said okay. that this is more of an interview and that you're, you know, on the other side of this, like, seriously, feel free. Um, what were you afraid of in college? Being alone, probably. Yeah. What are you yeah. afraid of now? Being alone. Still? <laughs> That's not good for everything. Mm. Be, like, being alone is a, is a, is a for everything. Uh, what am I afraid of now? Um... Man, I, I think we probably have similar fears, and, and I don't know if I don't want to speak for you, but I have had all these ideas and all this, like, passion, and I don't have a place to put it yet. Mm, and this is, podcast, yeah. I, I, I love it, but I, I feel like I untapped potential is one of my biggest fears. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That's been, like, I feel like the theme 
of all my doings for the last couple years was like if there is potential there I'm not tapping it and then how do you deal with that because it just eats away at you a little every day when there's like when you want to contribute so badly yeah you just want to contribute is yeah it? yeah you've you've had some pretty incredible parts over the years when it comes to like fun stuff and whether mm. it's on stage or if it's on screen we were in a movie together <gasps> yes, dude, that was like my first like professional gig. That so I guess mine too. That was God, twelve years ago then, right? Do you remember that I was like playing agent at the time, and I represented <laughs> you, yeah. and I represented yeah, Jess, who was a model, yep. and there's a band that I represented. Um, oh yeah. And I was playing agent and helping like, but I was on set with um, Bill, Bill K, BK. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Casting director, and he's like, you should be in it too, and I was like. All right. <laughs> so I was I was in so the movie is called Cherry, and it has the actor Kyle Gellner mm-hmm. in it, who um, before he's, big deal now. he's real a big, big deal real now. big deal now. Um, what right before that movie he had been uh, he played Flash in Smallville, and that's what he was like most known for at the time. Do you, do you remember that? Do you remember the Smallville like the Superman show? Yeah, I was trying to remember. On the um, CW, and he played the Flash. What's that show with the girl? He's on... Veronica Mars. He was in Veronica Mars. You are correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we were on set with this guy. Um, Mm -hmm. We also had... I I will say Mm -hmm. my fearlessness when it comes to introducing myself to people uh, has come into awesome... It was a lot of fun in that movie. Because, do you remember who we had lunch with? Matt Walsh. We had lunch with the Matt Walsh. <laughs> he, uh, so when you're on a movie set, and, and jump in at any time, mm-hmm. uh, when you're on a movie set, you start around like 10 p.m. You start around like, set, you know, 8, 7. Yeah, you like can. You're, you're, it's, pretty it's like a hurry up and wait kind of situation. Yeah. But you start shooting late in the night, and you break for lunch at like 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we broke for lunch, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a good lunch. It was tacos and, like, Mexican food. <laughs> and there was one of the actors who played the teacher in the scene that we were in. Uh, He's in, like, all the Will Ferrell movies. Like, yeah. if you saw his face, you'd know. He was sure. looking around and looking for a spot to sit, and I <laughs> really, really, really fast, because I recognized him, pulled up on DB, and I was yeah. like, bruh, 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 bruh. and I was like, Mr. Walsh, would you like to sit with us? <laughs> it was just you and me. Mm-hmm. He's like, Sure. So he sat down, and he was probably one of the nicest dudes. Yeah, he was so sweet. And he went to one of our rivals' schools. Or he went to one of really? our school's rivals. He okay. went to Northern Illinois University. Oh, okay, okay. The Huskies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We played in football and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But so he, um, I, I love, I had to see him in Veep. He plays um, one of Selena Myers, one of Julia Louis-Dreyfus's like, right-hand men on the show Veep. And he has some of the best lines. And it's so cool looking at me and like, I had lunch with that dude. Yeah. I was on set with that dude for a month. Like, yeah. He's a cool guy. He's really cool. Kyle would give me recommendations on like acting books and stuff. I think that was my question for him. I was like, oh, you have like this like up and coming right. superstar. And yeah. I got to like, got to hang out with him. And my question was like, hey, what, what acting book are you reading now? Yeah. And Did he you- was like, intent to live by Larry Moss. Get it? You won't regret it. And I was like, okay. And I still love like, it. Bam. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Do you remember who else was in that movie with us? Who is now super famous? Noodle on it. Cherry. For those at home, while, while, while Caitlin thinks about this, we were in a film called Cherry. It was released in about 2012, 
I would say. Yeah. Uh, it has Kyle Gallner. It has a couple other people in it. Um, I it, I thought it was great. It was directed yeah. by the Fine Brothers. They mm-hmm. knocked it out of the park with mm-hmm. the, you know. Great coming the of location age. location they had. Mm-hmm. It is a great coming of age. It's a weird coming of age. Yeah. Film. Intentionally so, yeah. Yeah, intentionally so. Intentionally pushes the boundaries. I can't think of it. Who? Zosha Mamet, who is one of the four leads in the HBO show Girls. Oh. So she was um, uh. one of the guy. She was one of the girls that um, the main character Kyle hooked up with before meeting the mom. And yeah, there yeah. was a scene where the main character had pulled the fire alarm and we <laughs> ran outside. And I was in a towel. Yeah. I was in just a towel. I had a towel and a toothbrush. They didn't tell me that I was allowed to wear pants underneath the towel, so I was naked. <laughs> and uh, I was standing next to Zosha Mamet from Girls. And I was just like, I was looking back and I was just like, oh, that's a weird thought. <laughs> it was freezing that night. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Very cold. <laughs> and then they would spray me down in between takes. Yeah. Like a little hose. Keep you wet. Yep. <laughs> Make it look like I just got out of the shower. Man. 12 years ago? That's crazy. Yeah. I'm going to have a whole episode where I talk about age and growing up and... I'm just going to talk to myself. Disillusionment. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to prop adult. up a mirror and just stare in my eyes and just talk about what just it's like to turn to 29. Because it's the last year before we have to get serious. I know. Does, Everyone does, says 30s are better, though. I, I'll take it, because I think 20s is like a lot of buildup, and I think 30s rough. is just like... 20s is like, because so you're dumb. in the real world, finally, and you thought like you're tough shit because you get out of college or yeah. whatever, and then you have no idea that real life is way so much harder oh, than man. college life. Co- college life is fake. It's 100% fake. It's you don't so have easy. any real responsibilities. At all. Like, at all. They're all pretend. Seriously. They're all fake responsibilities. That doesn't it's, matter. No. You could leave school and walk out and find a job somewhere. Like, none of it matters. Mm. And it's it's crazy to think that, like, we still pushed ourselves through that to end up. Yeah, and, and you're right. I think the 20s are, are full of, like, buildup. And I think the 30s are going to be like, you got We're this. a little bit different 20s, though, because we're in our late 20s now, and we don't, we're not married with kids, which, like, so many of my friends are. There's my, no one that's like me except for you. I, and my parents were married when they were 21. Yeah. And they had me when they were 22. So, like, I don't have anything to compare being a, you know, single male going into, like, my 30s. I, I have nothing to compare that to. Right. So, like, all right. But I like my lifestyle. I like it, too. I don't I, want kids I or don't even think I dogs. Need them I yet. don't even care. Yeah, no, no. I, yeah. I have no problem being, like, a 40-year-old dad, like, imparting knowledge. And being like a wise old, because I, I I had like that cool like, my dad was skateboarding with me and like, I don't know. That is cool. I feel like I'd be like a good like wise old dude dad. I don't I'd, know. Yeah, we'll I want to be like a, like a grandmother, but not a parent. Just you I want to skip? skip it somehow. Yeah. If someone can figure that out for me, please tell me someone because that's my goal. Take Caitlin's eggs, make a baby, raise it. it doesn't and even just have to be, be like. My genetic, I don't care. You just want to be someone's grandma. Yeah. So follow Caitlin on Twitter and if, <laughs> just tweet at her if you want her to be your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now. I don't want that responsibility. Yeah, you get a lot of weird treats. I don't make good cookies. I just break those the frozen ones apart and put them in the you, oven so you I are not qualify. You are not grandma material yet. <laughs> no, not if yet. If you're not making your own fresh cookies. <laughs> I know. I, I am failed. sorry. Mm-mm. 
No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no, it, it's weird. I, I want to do an episode where I talk about going into my 30s. I, I turned 29 in two days. And it's countdown. the start of the last the year of my 20s. Countdown. It is. It is. Final. Sorry. <laughs> What's funny, though, is um, I hope I still get birthdays. That's a super weird thought. Because people just, like, quit birthdays? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just yeah, take over the fourth. July 4th is my favorite holiday. Oh, cool. I like Mardi Gras. Birthday. Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras is a great... Southern Decadence is the crazier Mardi Gras. Oh. Yeah. We'll talk about that like later. Carnival? That's not podcast material. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Well, I don't know about you. It's about 2 a.m. Maybe we should wrap this guy up. It's like six hours past my bedtime. It is six hours past your bedtime. You usually go to bed at like 4 a.m. or 4 p.m. <laughs> She's like a very... When yeah, early like, bird special starts, she's sleeping. Yeah, my plan is to join the 5 a.m. club and get lots of stuff done. But no matter how early I go to bed, I still wake up at like 7, 8 a.m. Yeah, that's a weird, <laughs> that's a that's a push. You have to literally push yourself out of bed at 5. Yeah. I, I apologize. If my mom is listening to this, she's trying to woke me up a couple different times at like 8 while I've been here to like work out. And I have to remind her, that is 5 a.m. my time. I am not oh, getting up yeah. at 8 a.m. Oh, Eastern no, Standard harsh. Time. That is too hard. Yeah. So, love you, Mom. But I'm going to work out in the morning. Oh, man. Mm. All right, so will I. <sighs> Anywho, let's wrap this guy up. You have the ability to give yourself one big plug. I would love for you to plug yourself, what you're working on, stuff that you want other people to find. Mm. Mike's yours. I'm going to turn mine off. Go. Okay. I have a lot of stuff. In the works, I guess I would like people to most follow my Twitter so that when the final product is done, I can let y'all know about it. It's like a main hub for all your content you're working on. Yes. So what's your Twitter handle? At Caitlin Burt. Because of my spokesperson stuff, it's just got to be my name. It's in the contract. I, it makes sense. At Caitlin Burt. Uh, the closest I could get to mine was at Josh the Weaver. I had to put a the in the middle, but I'm stuck with it. No, I like it. It's it's more memorable that way, I feel like. And it sets you apart from all the people that are like, I'm the CEO of me. I, oh, <laughs> wow. That is... Oh, man. Please don't let that be what your Twitter little bio is. No. My, my Twitter bio for the longest time was Josh Weaver handles my decisions. It was, yeah. Because decisions are hard. That's too much for me. I don't need I, that. You didn't... High maintenance. You never delegated any decisions to me, so I hope you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I've done zero I just paperwork. I all decisions for oh, life. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's what I would have done. Including the form of my final projects, <laughs> which would be something like a poetry book slash audiobook album, a superhero origin story, mm-hmm. and a couple different series. I have a travel adventure series that yeah. I'm working on, and I currently have um, a little talk show about nerds Nerd and nerdy stuff. stuff. Nerdy weird stuff called... Nerds, nerds, nerds. Nerds, nerds, nerds. I would love to come on nerds, nerds, nerds. Oh, you I'm have not going to say I, I out nerd you, but like I can get unfortunately deep on some Marvel stuff. I know you can. And then, yeah, you oh, and Lawrence man. can nerd out and I can watch you guys and be like, here, I drew a picture. That's- <laughs> it's just like I had nothing to contribute. Here you go. Um, I remember, do you remember when I taught that film interpretation class? Yeah. That's when I discovered how far my nerd could go. I can I, do that for film. Sh- you man. can do that for comics and film. Let's do it. <gasps> Let's do it soon. 
So at Caitlin Burt, that's where you want everyone to follow you. Um, I will make all your decisions from now on. No, I'm kidding. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining me at, at 1 a.m. in my hotel room. To thank you for having me. Episode. Keeping me up. Are you kidding? <laughs> this has been a blast. We're going to go on the boat tomorrow. We're going to potentially do a podcast on the boat. <gasps> I might bring the mics, yes. put them in a little box. We'll just swim. We'll drink some beers, and then we'll sit in a little galley and record. Oh, it's going to get wild. It's going to get weird. <gasps> you can read my poetry. I oh, I was reading God. your poetry, and I bar. love it. <laughs> it was, I was reading at the bar, and I was kind of like straight up, um, what was it, Captain Kirk talking my way through it. What's uh, uh like Shatner? Shatner. No, I Shatnerized it a little <laughs> bit, but like, uh, no, I'm the king of Shatner acting. That's <laughs> you did not Shatnerize okay. it. Okay, all right, I Joshified it. But that I do shit. love Shatner. I Joshified it. listening, your poetry. I, I love you all, Shatner. <laughs> I do. I know you can. I love William Shatner. Um, well, thank you again for tuning in. Thank I really you. appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks for having me, buddy. You can you can you're gonna be on a ton more. Now that I have figured out long distance podcasting. Now I finally have stuff to talk about now. It all came to me. So. Dude, you have so much stuff to talk about. We're cutting it off at about an hour so we don't that's good. stay up till 3 a.m. For real. All right. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in so much to another episode of Noodling with Josh. We'll see you later. See ya.